I'm just another sheep. <laughs> yeah. Just following the herd. <laughs> don't don't even know what's going on in the world. I got this because of blood, and it's it's bothering me. Welcome to Dunstan Checksman, the weekly show where every episode we talk about one minute of the film, the 1996 ape film, Dunstan Checks In, and we pair that minute with another film. This time, I'm Andrew Lindy. <laughs> and I'm Emily Monkeytown. I was trying to remember my, but then I didn't want to be Lord Andrew You didn't again. want to be Lord Andrew. So I got to come up with a new fake name. Yeah. That's number one. Andrew Rutledge. Yeah, that's it. That's my <laughs> new one. <laughs> See, but that one doesn't sound fake enough. Andrew, Brian, Kyle. <laughs> uh, can I be... Uh, Andrew Costanza? I'll come up with something. I'll come up with something. You don't want to be Andrew Costanza? No, I don't. <laughs> I already identified way too much with George during my life. Yeah. Minute six. Oops, and I've, The problem with... The, well, it's not as your regular headphones are broken, so you switch to using a gamer headset as your headphones, yeah. but then you have a, a useless vestigial headphone microphone attached that you're not actually using, Yeah. and you turn your head, and your useless fake mic hits the real mic, and you have a, you're sad. Oh, I didn't think that happened. I didn't see that. It did happen. Oh, okay. Minute six. Minute six, we're recording a minute with Dunstan and no, he's not in this he's minute. He's not in this minute. Fuck. <laughs> that's like a new, that's a mini game for this podcast. I have to sing a song synopsis of the minute and the song ends when I screw up and describes something <laughs> that's not in the minute. All right. Um, so this minute picks up with the, um, everything's gone wrong with the fountain prank yeah we've chaos is chaos reigns at the majestic hotel they've soaked some guests (laughs) um we start with uh, a little bit of the fountain damage Mm -hmm. and then um the the woman at the desk consuela i am torn as whether or not this is the same woman because she looks different to me okay this one looks as like a sort of rosario dawson type Uh which is not what i would consider consuela from before Uh uh-huh i think and she has different hair She's a different haircut. And I think it's the hair that is leading me to Sarah da- Rosario Dawson vibe. Okay. I remember Consuela having long hair and this woman has short hair. Mm. When I say different hair, I mean like actually like fully different hair. Why is none of us looking this up? Because you're a coward and you <sighs> hate you hate fun. I'm looking it up. Um, I believe this is a different woman. I, I think this is just like a throwaway character who's not in much of the movie. Well, she's she does the front desk. I Consuela think this is, is working the front desk either, earlier. I remember Consuela having longer hair than this woman. Is the only thing. Maybe I'm crazy. I'm, well, I'm slowly getting the answer. But whoever this woman is, she says, Mr. Grant, she's on the phone. Yeah. She's looking away from the action. She's sort of glib about this, I would say. Oh, yeah. She's sort of not bothered. She's just sort of taking in the humor of what's happening. Yeah. She says, Mr. Grant, you might want to step out here a moment. Mm-hmm. And she's she's almost got a little smug smile almost, yeah, I'd I w- say. I would agree. That's what I, that's what I meant by glib. Yeah. I Much am... like Matt Lauer talking to Tom Cruise, she's glib. Oh, remember? this is this is Nancy. Nancy, thank you. This is Nancy. Thank you. You remember that famous clip that I was referencing? <laughs> when you said thank you? No, when I said much like Matt Lauer talking to Tom Cruise, she's glib. Oh yeah. <laughs> Matt, you're being glib. You're being very glib. So glib. <laughs> <laughs> you're being so glib. That was a, that was a crazy time. Yeah. There was Tom Cruise was getting into snafus. Yeah. On public, not public, uh, on TV, 
appearances. And it's weird because Tom Cruise has done bad things yeah. in his life, certainly. just I would say just through his alignment with that organization. Yeah. We won't name them on the show. Oh, we won't show. name them. Okay. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's the, the, um, <laughs> I didn't bleep that out. If anyone thinks that was bleeped out, then they, they got to you. Someone, yeah. They got to Someone you. Someone got to your copy. Yeah. Um, um, but no, like, this like, is Nancy. Like jumping on a couch and call Matt Lauer glib. I would, I would not necessarily put those on Tom Cruise's list of crimes. No. Yeah. And he didn't jump on the couch. He did. Well, I've seen the clip. I've reviewed the footage. He le- he leapt. <laughs> He's doing a thing where his arms are still attached to the crowds, but his legs are in, in a jumping fashion. Do you think that's because his arms are attached, but his legs are in a jumping fashion, and I will not I will not back down from this. Do you do you think that's because he's short? He was able to grab, but still jump. I think I could do a grab and still jump. It's oh. just a matter you of bending. Think he's lanky? It's just bending over. Think lanky people. I think you. I think people. Think can, lanky Kong. I think people can bend over. I think bending over. I think our bones have hinges. Bones have hinges. Bones have hinges. Uh huh. And Nucky has emerged from the couch <laughs> like a groundhog, triumphantly emerging from their hole. Yeah. When I say if a groundhog sees its shadow, what? What does that mean? That means six more weeks of winter. No, 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 no. Okay, go on. What do they mean a groundhog sees its shadow? It's spooked by the appearance of the shadow. Are groundhogs spooked by their own shadow? I think they're easily spooked animals, yes. Mm. I'm getting... Nucky has joined me on the couch now. Yes. It seems like that's a thing that wouldn't happen often. Well, I think that's part of the part of the folklore. I don't think you're right. I think it's part of the folklore. I think there's got to be more to it. I think it's part of the folklore. I don't know. Well, I would advise you to watch... Do you, is it also... Is it rigged? Oh, it's definitely rigged. <laughs> okay. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you think it's you think it's real? No. You think the groundhog actually predicts the weather? No. I think the weathermen team up and they say we're gonna our mascot is this groundhog, mm-hmm. and that's what we're doing now. What I'm saying is, what I what my assumption was because I've, I've never seen one of these ceremonies because we don't really have winter in California, so it's well, not. You don't, real- you don't watch the Puxatoni Phil one. I've, I've seen the film Groundhog Day. If that's what you mean, it's you, it's the same. Are you sitting here telling me that you? A adult, yeah. In California, yeah. Are you telling me that every year you watch the Punks Tony Fail broadcast? Not every year, but I've seen it. That's weird. Okay, Nucky is trying to get tangled up in the microphone cable. He's actively there we trying go. to tangle himself. I d- d- does it all still sound good? It sounds fine. Okay. Um. What I what my assumption was, mm-hmm. Groundhog come out, no human interference. Okay. They looked. They see if it sees its shadow. And if it does, they say, you know, whatever, six more weeks of winter. Mm-hmm. They, what I'm saying is, is it rigged to the point where they will stage the act of the groundhog seeing its shadow? And now I'm not sure about that. Okay. I haven't watched it recent enough to know if that's the case. I do know that that I th- I believe they base it on actual weather predictions sure instead of what the groundhog does okay so if you want to say that's rigged yeah that's a little rigged so whatever the groundhog does if it's going to be cold for a bit they say oh you saw a shadow yeah yeah i don't like i don't like i don't i don't like this practice i think you should watch the um it's typically a christmas time film it's it's done in the style of the uh roger what am i saying rudolph it's done in the style of rudolph it's claymation it's a claymation film called jack frost i'll pass the narrator of 
the film I, is a Puxatoni Phil stand-in that I would pass. Uh, called Pardon He's Me Pete. Describing the and he tells the story He's about how I care. he helps his as friend Jack Frost if he wants get six more weeks of winter movie, by pretending to see to his it, shadow. Instead, he's just like <laughs> so describing it as if this is a that's thing part of their little agreement. Watch. And so that one's like, definitely rigged. What the that's all I wanted to say. It was definitely thinking? rigged in the film Jack Frost. I'm good. Um, should we talk some more about this minute? Yeah. So Nancy. <laughs> Nancy. Thank you. Nancy has called up Mr. Grant. Trying to prove smug, that I'm some kind of fool for not sm- thinking it's smug Consuela. Face. Well, here's the thing. We're not watching every minute the number of time that it is. No. So we don't memorize the characters as well as we did. We're also... And they're not based on the beloved characters that we know and love from the Mario series. Like Iggy and Spike. Definitely, definitely Iggy and Spike are beloved characters from the Mario series that we recognized instantly when we saw Richard Edson and... Richard Edson, Spike, and Iggy Stevens. Yeah. Oh, I've come up with a new one to remember Brian and Kyle. Okay. I'll tell you when we get there. Little Bri, Big Kai? No. Is that even correct? <laughs> that is so incorrect. And I don't know little, how that would help little, you remember. Little Kai, Big Bri. But how would that help you remember? Big Bri, because it's both B, and Kyle the kid. Because the kid is but, smaller well, that's, than a... That's almost better than mine, I'll say. <laughs> I want to get to them, though. So okay. we cut to they're making their kind of escape. They're not mm-hmm. really escaping yet, but they are skate skating. They're skateboarding. That's what you call it when you make a skate, <laughs> roller skate escape. <laughs> They're skating away, and yeah. they pass by. I believe they call this man Marty. I heard Murray. Well, I, I, I. Here's here's my other one, Murphy. Oh, I, I just had the cast list open. I Why know. don't I reopen it? Bring it up again. Uh, it is Murray. Uh, Murray, thank you. Uh, <laughs> next to an employee of the month sign with his picture on it. Is that his picture? I believe so. See, I thought that was someone else's picture. I see. How many goddamn times are we going to do this? <laughs> we did also watch this one together. I know. How did we have such different experiences? <laughs> um, so you did think Nancy and Consuela were the same person, but you don't think well, Murray I, here's what happened. the same person. Here's what I want to tell you what happened to my brain. Yeah. I forgot entirely what who Consuela, Consuela like. So you just saw the looked, woman at the front desk. Yeah, I saw yeah. front desk woman. I went, that's got to be Consuela, right? I, I, I apparently hold Consuela a little deeper in my heart than you do. Well, because I know from having seen the film that Consuela becomes a storyline. Yeah. So I thought, why would they introduce a second front desk woman? And... To be honest, we're not recording Dunson, these Dunson all together. In. So Dunson checks in doesn't give a shit about your rules. Andrew. Yeah, they have a bunch of extra characters. Yeah, like the the old man at Dunson the beginning does in. not show up again in the <laughs> That's film. That's true. That at is true. All. He is not important whatsoever. Mort? Probably. Okay. <laughs> so Murray, uh, he says hi to the boys as they pass. Mm-hmm. Casually friendly yeah they enjoy each other he doesn't he doesn't quite think there's anything he thinks they're just skating around yeah which i mean he, he probably, doesn't know they're skating around yeah he he probably doesn't like that they're skating but yeah. it's, it's fine a, it's a minor thing it's a harmless yeah. fun so then he goes into the security office yeah uh sees the chaos in the lobby yeah on cameras two and three two and three there's there's both two has i believe it's two that has the the fountain damage mm-hmm. and then three he sees the boys skating fast yeah and he goes wait a second <laughs> he's in fact he says what the yeah <laughs> just the complete that's the whole sentence what the yeah what the and then wait a minute and then he pe- he reaches back in his with his face into the hallway <laughs> yes his face reaches back into the hallway <laughs> someone say he leans back into the hallway yeah. i say he reaches back with his face uh and then he shouts wait a minute and then he shouts their names brian yeah. and kyle now he does shout their names angrily um mm-hmm. 
uh, I, I think that does say something about the relationship that he is comfortable enough to uh, yell at them, mm. even though they're not his kids. Yeah, which you know, yelling at yelling at someone's kids who aren't your kids. That's either a certain kind of person that just does that, mm-hmm. or you're comfortable with those kids. Yeah, I think it is that comfortable. Yeah, yeah, like you're saying. Uh, I also wanted to note uh, in this room there's a, a like a gilded fan. Did yeah. you see that? Yes. I was very intrigued by this fan. It's a fancy fan. It's fancy, but then that also means that this room doesn't have central air. Yeah. That they, that they're relying on the old fan. If that makes sense. They put the the air money into the hotel and into the into the. Well, they they leave it all in the field. Yeah. Is that an appropriate thing to say here? Yeah. I also think... What if Jason Alexander played Billy Bean? <laughs> Who's Billy Bean? He's Brad Pitt's character in Moneyball. Do you think he would like the... F- uh, I know you hate that film. Do you think he would like it better if Jason Alexander for a second. I'm just played... not listen because... I'm, I'm trying to ask you a question. If Jason Alexander played the Brad Pitt role, do you think he would like the film better? No! Because <laughs> it's dumb baseball bullshit. What if Jason Alexander played the Brad Pitt role and Jerry Seinfeld played the Jonah Hill role? Now you're trying to get me to like it for Seinfeld reasons. <laughs> yeah. Can can Kramer and Elaine be two of the other role? Kramer plays the Chris Pratt role. Okay. And Elaine. They do have names. I don't remember. Michael that. Richards. Michael is the Richards. Chris Pratt role and Julia Louis Dreyfus is who? Elaine. What? No, who in Moneyball? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking I idiot! You lost your damn mind. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Uh, There's zero women in the movie. I mean, Chris Pratt has a wife, I think. No, I would. I would definitely recast one of the baseball men. Yeah. As as Julia Louis Dreyfus. Okay. Um, Maybe uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's character. Yes, one hundred percent. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, d- did you know? See, I that found when that it snows, your eyes become large. I've been watching Cheers, and so I've been doing You've some been research. Doing a first watch on Cheers. I've been doing some research into the actors, mm-hmm. and. Um, there was a short-lived, I believe it ran for two years, a sitcom starring Kirstie Alley. Yeah. As, like, a, she is, like, herself. Yeah. Uh, also starring in it with her is uh, Rhea Perlman. I didn't know this aspect. From Cheers. Yeah. And Michael Richards. Interesting. <laughs> Three of them get together and do a sitcom around the year 2002. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that odd? That is odd. What's That's, Rhea Perlman up to today? I hope she's doing all right. I really hope she's doing all right, too. Did her, her, and, Dan- her and Dana DeVito back together? I think they. I don't think they are. I thought they reconciled. I remember seeing that, but I think maybe they broke up again. Oh, no. That's really sad. Yeah. They have been. They were together a long time. They were. Uh, they were a regular Tim Robbins and Susan Sarandon also split up. Yeah. I always. I keep misremembering that Tom Hanks is separated from his wife. Is he? I, I keep misrem- I keep thinking he is, but he isn't. Oh, he's not. Him yeah. and Rita. Rita Wilson. Not Hayworth, because she's an old lady. Wait, is Rita Wilson also another person? I think Rita Wilson is 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 Fraser's mom. Right. And Tom Hanks' wife. <laughs> and Tom Hanks' wife. So Tom Hanks is Fraser's dad. Correct. Yeah, very good. <laughs> what if Tom Hanks played Martin in the new Fraser? In the new Fraser, but just the first episode. Yeah. Because then Martin leaves. Yeah. Or dies, because the actor has died. I know the actor has died. Uh, well, I was making sure the audience knew. <laughs> Maybe they didn't know. And I'm sorry if you've had to find out that way. Better split up, Kyle. Yeah. Is what Brian says to Kyle. Now, do you are you going to introduce your way of telling them apart? Yeah. So Brian starts with a B. Also, feel free to introduce First Man. Oh, I will. Is, have, we, have we even said that that's the movie we're talking about? I mean, we said it in the last episode. Yeah. Have we said it in this episode? No, we though? have not. I feel like we're especially loose today. We are a little. We're, I mean, the goose is loose. The goose is loose. <laughs> Uh, we're going to eventually talk about what minute 
what minute, what movie. What minute want. <laughs> that really got me. What movie that yeah, I chose shit. to pair with this minute. Yeah, it's First Man. We and said it's it. First Man. Yeah. Uh, but until that point, let's keep going with the minute. Better split up Kyle. So Kyle starts with a K. Brian starts with a B. B comes before K in the alphabet. It's the fucking stupidest thing you've ever and seen. Brian's in your life. older than Kyle. So he came so out B. of the mother first. <laughs> yes! I don't know how to say it that way. Yeah. Um, so Brian's the older one and Kyle's the younger one. I think I do think big Brian and kid <laughs> Kyle is the better way yeah, to remember that's it. Probably a little better. So what we see when he says better split up Kyle. Mm-hmm. So Kyle was drifting. Yeah, holding Sketching on is what I would say because drifting is a different thing. Okay, he was he was he was fucking guy over here talks like he's never even seen Tokyo. He Drift. was getting some speed boost. He was holding on to yeah Brian. So when Brian says better split up Kyle, Kyle lets go or somehow Brian makes him let go. Yeah. So then he goes flying forward while Brian turns. Yes. The room that we see Brian turn into does have within it visibly. Packages of Charmin. Now we skipped over the red solo cups, which I wanted to bring well, up. Bring them, bring them up. Before this, they passed by some red solo cups, which just seems like an interesting thing to have in a fancy hotel. I can't, I don't know the scenario in which these would come into play. Yeah, because I, I even think so. If they had a conference room where they had free water or I free, I think they would put classy lemonade. little clear plastic yeah, cups. either clear or the paper ones. Yes, uh, with the floral design, probably with the the logo of the hotel. Yeah, because that's that's the how same fancy one they, they stamped are here. into the towels earlier. Okay, <laughs> that they put into the ashtray. Yeah, the towels. The ash trowel tray. Yeah. Um. So this is, I mean, because they are escaping through the yes through some kind of back area i almost said dungeon i almost said dungeon <laughs> it's a hotel dungeon <laughs> basement is the word i'm looking for i don't think it's a basement i think it's a back room uh, i don't think it's underground i would like to go on record and say that i don't think they're underground i think when they did the water hmm. pipe that was underground but i think they have since come up ground well i would even say now i'm going against what my own i own saying because we see Brian coming down the, the er- fire pole. No, Kyle came down the fire pole. Yeah. Because he was up an event. Yes. Brian did not come up. He went straight through a door. Mm. So I'm just saying, there's like food storage stuff here. It seems like they're kitchen adjacent, and I don't imagine the kitchen is underground. But it does have a very weird concrete vibe. That's true. But that's I think back rooms. That's that's where I got dungeon from. Yeah. <laughs> but that's why I was gonna say that's why I don't think they have air conditioning in the security room because it's concrete room. Sure. Instead of a nice room. That makes sense. Uh, so they they pass. Kyle is going straight. Uh-huh. Brian turns into a room that we see has Charmin in it. Mm-hmm. Kyle, while going straight. He almost runs into someone, ends up going like under their arms or legs or something, through a door, crashes into a wall of toilet paper. Yeah. Loose toilet paper, but they all are customized. Yeah, with with, the thing with the hotel. Yeah, gold seal. Here's my theory. Yes. The Charmin is is going to be taken out of the Charmin cases, and that gold seal is going to be added to it. Yeah. So the ones with the gold seal are prepped, ready to go into rooms. Mm-hmm. The one with the Charmin, that's just their back stock. Do you think, doesn't that make you feel like worse, the idea that your hotel, like more than one person has touched that toilet paper? How many people do you think touch the it's toilet paper? my butthole, dude. <laughs> a couple of fingies ain't going to cause a problem. <laughs> a couple of fingies? Um, you got to keep buttholes clean. <laughs> What if there's finger germs? That's fine. I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself because 
we see before this mm -hmm. their father come out and survey the damage. Yeah. And he says, uh, one of the bell boys just runs off by the way in the well, fray. A lot of them are trying to assist and that one either to go get help or just is like, fuck this. One of them runs off. I wanted to interpret him as helping with the dog, but then we do see the dog run the opposite direction of him. Yeah, we also see either... Now, they're far enough in the distance that I can't tell if it's Consuela or Nancy. I'm pretty sure this one's Nancy. Okay, but she's chasing down the dog. Nancy, who's, who's behind... Name, whose name we learn in this segment. Yeah. Um, well, we already know that his name's Neil. We don't know why. We don't know why. We don't know how much Neil. I wonder why we picked first man, though. <laughs> so, but he says, uh, well, isn't this a pleasant way to start the day? Yeah. And he's very unhappy a little bit of sass a little bit of sass coming from jason alexander uh so then we we cut to hair dryer on the dog have you ever used a hair dryer on one of your dogs uh not on one of my dogs but when i worked in the dog daycare business mm. and uh bathing was part of what we provided we did have a hair dryer that was for the dogs i would think dogs wouldn't like hair dryers most of them don't yeah. but it's um it's faster they can get that kind of musty smell if, it, if they don't dry quickly enough yeah i would say here's i'm gonna break it down for you I'm going to say 55% of dogs, they don't like it, but they don't like, they don't hate it necessarily. They, mm. they don't like it. They don't vacuum react to it. They dislike it as much as they dislike the bath. It's oh, just okay. part of the process they don't like. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to say a solid 20% really, really don't like it. And those are the ones that we would just towel dry. Mm -hmm. Then there are, there, I've lost count of the numbers, so it, they don't matter. 50. Nope, no, no, they don't matter. And, and then some of them just so there. I had a small handful of dogs fucking loved it. <laughs> They would get so excited. Wiley and Q-Tip, two of these two little Pomeranians, they were adorable. Mm. They were never happier than when they were being blow-dried. They <laughs> fucking loved it so much. That's pretty great. Um, so, but we also see, so Lionel Spaulding mm -hmm. is also, he's in a robe, the dog's in a robe. Yeah. Someone is drawing Lionel Spaulding's hair for him. Yes. There's a, there's a person behind. You said that was like a weird thing. That's something the hairdressers do. It's not that odd. This It feels odd in this context. I guess. Um, They're trying to pamper him to make up for what has happened. I mean, yeah. This is this is it. Lionel Spaulding says of, of his dog, his name is Neil. After Neil Armstrong. The first man on the moon. He uses like a baby voice. Yeah. Uh, and he says, yes, he was. Let's talk about First Man. Okay, we're talking about First Man. This is going to be our longest episode yet. Really? <laughs> Good. We've been dicking around so much. Well, okay. First Man. First Man. We saw it together we in a theater. We saw it together in a theater. Yeah. With your girlfriend as well. Yes. Uh, Ryan Gosling. The Gauze. Playing Neil Armstrong. Yes. True American hero. Well, question mark. I, well, question mark. I think mark. is what the movie suggests. Yeah. Um, oh, I mean... I want to say I'm kind of eh on the movie, huh? Same here. Yeah. I um something I did enjoy about the movie was like seeing a lot of very attractive actors and being like, how can we uh the set design the costume designers and the hair designers and be like, how can we uh how can we ugly them up a little bit to make them look like normal people? Yeah. Um, but that's sort of fun. Mm. But like let's let's give Ryan Gosling a bad haircut and a shitty shirt so that he looks like a normal person and not Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Let's make uh, Claire Foy. Let's see if we can make her look like just a normal '60s housewife. Mm -hmm. That was sort of interesting to see. Yeah. A lot of fun 70s, or I guess not 70s, because the moon landing famously happened in 1969. <laughs> yeah. A lot of fun 60s outfits. I will say that if you don't know much about space history, you might be a little lost. Yeah. I, I think this movie doesn't slow down for you. If, you're, um, if, you're, if you are like Sam Cooke, 
need to know much about history. Okay. Woo. <laughs> uh, which I think is an interesting way to handle this kind of a movie. Yeah. Because I think a lot of historical movies, they belabor points of having characters say exactly what's happening. Yeah. Uh, or describe in detail what their missions and their programs are. And in this one, they go so far as to mispronounce Gemini just every single time they say it. Do you do you think that was accurate, though? Oh, I'm uh, I'm sure it's accurate. Yeah. But it's so weird. They say Gemini. Gemini. Yeah. It's so odd. Yeah, it is very strange. Because I feel like even learning about it in school, we called it Gemini. Like it yeah. wasn't even there was no question. There was no Yeah. There was no I assume they're doing that it. because that's how that's how the people working at NASA were pronouncing it. Yeah. Like I'm assuming someone watched footage and saw that. Mm. Gemini. Yeah, Gemini. Yeah. It's so it just I, I don't know it how they look strange. at that but then how would they even decide on that to be the name of it and still pronounce Not it know that, that way? It's pronounced, yeah. Yeah. Because I, w- I would think, I mean... Maybe whoever was in charge of names was, like, one nerd who was really into it. And uh-huh. then he, like, handed it into his the bosses who were, like, these clean-cut American hero types. And they're like, yeah, Gemini? We're doing it. <laughs> and that's how they say it every time. Yeah. Gemini? Yeah. <laughs> it's so, so odd. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, was I mean... Was that Billy Zane playing Buzz Aldrin? Who? I don't know... I never remember what no, Billy Zane looks Corey like. No, it's Corey Stoll. Oh, it's Corey Stoll. Is that his name? What does Billy Zane look like? Like Corey Stoll. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you were, I mean, so if I Billy Zane was playing Buzz Aldrin, I would have been <laughs> so much more into it. But, um, yeah, because you, you're thinking what Billy Zane looked like in that Community episode that we saw, which no, is probably the most recent you, appearance. I'm telling you, Billy Zane is one of those people. He's like your, um, who is it for you? He's River, Mr. Riverdale dad. Why am I blanking on his name? I can't. Luke see, Perry. I'm never going to remember. Luke Perry is, is someone who always disappears from your brain. Is that? <laughs> I remember, I see, I always remember that Billy Zane is the name of an actor. Yeah. And I can remember his credits. When I try to picture him in those movies, it's just, I just see a blur. I never, ever remember what he looks like. Yeah. But when I saw this movie, I had, I, I had, like, I had some kind of Zane sense tingling where I was like, is that, is this Billy Zane? Is this what Billy Zane is? Uh-huh. Which is why I'm the most surprising thing you could have said, which is what you did say, is that it's not Billy Zane, but it is someone who does look like Billy Zane. <laughs> yeah, I would say at at, at mm, I I mean Billy Zane's older than Corey Stoll. Okay, but it's definitely they could play each like I could they see both of them types. Yeah, they could both go out for the same part, okay. and and depending on the casting director's mood, yeah, they'd go. I'll go with Zane this time, you know, <laughs> like. Uh, but yeah, I... So it was Corey Stoll as Buzz Aldrin played as like a real asshole in this movie. Yeah, which was surprising to the both of us, I'd yeah. say. Uh, but I would say kind of everyone in this movie, except for like the wives, are kind of portrayed as assholes. Mm, maybe. I mean, the, Neil Armstrong isn't portrayed in a way that is meant to redeem him. No. But I also think this movie does, it does portray people, you know, pointing out, like, why are we going to the moon when America has so many other problems and why, why are we spending all these resources? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really do anything to rebut those points. No. And in fact, I'd say that's that's the most, when those scenes occurred in the film, mm-hmm. for me, that was the most barefaced, manipulate the audience scenes I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Because the we're following the, the astronauts, the engineers, NASA. Yeah. And then for a second, the movie says, let's see what the world thinks. Yeah. And then we see that the world hates it. Yeah. And then after they get to the moon, they go, let's see what the world thinks. And the world loves it. Yeah. So it's, I, I hate those. See, those scenes in particular, I really hate. See, my, my interpretation of the whole was like the point there. I, I suppose that's the movie making the point that it was good to go to the moon. Mm-hmm. But I, I walked away thinking like, 
yeah, this movie has correctly has correctly showed that it was stupid and pointless to go to the moon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. It, I mean, it really was. <laughs> it was. I, I mean, it was also they don't. I don't think they'd give too much time to it, but they do touch on the whole they're trying to beat the Russians. Yeah. But I mean, just so much of this movie is Neil Armstrong sort of alienating his wife and children and, and, and really being kind of a shitty dad and husband to them mm. for something that the move, even within the movie is just like, yeah, it looks cool, but it doesn't, doesn't really do anything for anybody. Yeah. They, they kind of try and make it like, like it's an obsession of his. Yeah. They, cause they, the way that they open the film is he is flying just a, a jet. Yes. That he manages to get high up enough to, to get a little bit of weightless. Of earth, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then he ends up like almost not making it back. Yeah. Like he's just, he's very reckless yeah. uh, with trying to get to space. He's mm-hmm. just got to get there. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, I think a lot of people say that the moonwalk stuff is really good. Mm-hmm. That's what I was reading from critics. I didn't really care for it. Yeah. I feel like it didn't get into what I was intrigued by. Yeah, I don't by. even know what they're talking about. I didn't see any dancing in this movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, I really wonder, because, uh, I mean, I haven't even read anything where Buzz Aldrin is mad at this movie. I would yeah. assume he would be. He's He is still alive. Yes, yeah. We, we confirmed that after watching. We did. And that Neil Armstrong died. We got him. Not we that him, far. We finally took him down. Not that far ago. 2014. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't know. Would, I mean, I did some research into Neil Armstrong after the film. Mm-hmm. Would it surprise you to learn that after... How many years was it? Like fifty years, his wife divorced him, no. and he was he was remarried like within the year. That does not surprise me. To a woman me that he met at a golf event. <laughs> that does not surprise me. Yeah, at all. I I don't. I mean, the movie doesn't try and portray it as like a perfect life or a perfect marriage or a perfect man. Yeah. Uh, I would but, go so far as to say it doesn't portray him as a good life or a good marriage yeah. or a good man. But I don't think it goes out of the way to show that he he is bad in any way. That isn't just too obsessed with something stupid. I mean, as you're yeah, but that's a, that's bad. That's bad. Yeah, yeah, that's bad. Yeah, I don't know because I get tired of these movies where they they're about the person, but then it's so much like, oh, they changed everything, and yeah. God, it was all worth it, and yeah. everybody was in their way. Yeah, I mean, this one doesn't really portray that his wife is in the way. No, which is one good thing I could say. Yeah, because <laughs> in these kinds of movies, you're always gonna have. I think I liked her performance as well. Claire Foy, I thought was good in this movie. Yeah, she's having a moment, huh? Yeah. Well, because she she's, left... She's in the spider She club. left the queen. Oh, she was on that show? She was the queen. Oh, she was the queen. And I think it ended. Okay. And so now she's in movies. Oh, she's in movies. She said, give me the movies. She's like, put me, put me in the moon house. Put me in the spider's web. Yeah. And she got it. Yeah. She got there. <laughs> um, obviously, I paired this film with this minute because Neil, Neil Armstrong... Armstrong thing. Now... Yeah. Never mind. Just keep in mind, when I, when I named the, the movie for the next minute... Keep in mind how flimsy this match was, and don't make and don't make fun of me for how flimsy my next match is. I, I will say, um, I I I wasn't sure if I should pick a film that neither of us had seen and that was new in theaters. Yeah. So I did go looking for other films about Neil Armstrong. Yeah. And the closest I found was that there was a TV film, but I couldn't find a way for us to watch it. So that's that was we Fair. almost watched a TV film. They'd aired on, like, the Family Channel. I'm glad we watched this instead. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, making someone watch a TV film, that's something I would never do. Yeah. 
These are time travel jokes because we we did record these episodes out <laughs> of order. I didn't know if we were going to admit that. I whispered it earlier. I don't know if you actually heard us. I heard, but the part of the bit was, I'm now stepping outside of the bit. Part yeah. of the bit was that I couldn't hear you whispering. Yeah. Uh, back into the bit. Neil Armstrong is the name of the dog. We got to get back into the bit. <laughs> we got to go back. Go to the bit. Um, Neil Armstrong is the name of the dog. Yes. Uh, he So, Lionel Spaulding. Mm-hmm. Then finishes his little speech about Neil and says, and he's very sensitive. Yeah. I think he's saying this in a way that he, you know, I would like some more compensation for the damages done. Yeah, I agree. Um, and so I, th- I think that's that'll get paid off in the next minute. Mm-hmm. But uh, do you think Mr. Grant, I don't remember his first name at this point. Jason Alexander Grant. Yeah. Do you think he... He buys that, or do you think he's just like, yeah, you're full of shit? But I, I think he's just the customer's always right. Yeah, okay. Because he says, I can see that just by looking into his eyes. That's I think for he sure lays bullshit. it on a little thick. Yeah, it's a little thick. Yeah. Um, and then Lionel Spaulding says, last last line of the minute, I just hope he hasn't suffered any severe trauma. Yeah. And that's it for the minute. And as you said, the minute ends we with. En- it ends on a blap. A blap. <laughs> we got a little tongue sticking out from the dog. It's Here. a very cute dog. It is a very cute dog. Um, I, I would say. Would you say this dog is cuter than Dunstan? Oh. <laughs> I tapped into some deep. No, all animals are equally cute. All animals are equally cute. Yes. Snakes are cute. Yeah, snakes are super cute. Here, I just thought about it. Yeah, you're <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> the way they do the tongue is cute. It's adorable. Snakes are cute. Yes. Wow. The wow. only reason I don't have a snake is because I also think mice are cute. And oh. you can't reconcile those two things when you own a snake. You got to give them vegan mice. <laughs> <laughs> Tofu mice. <laughs> Tofu mice. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's it. Yeah. For this episode. Plugs? Yeah. I do uh, another show with Justin Kizan called Nothing New, a remake podcast. Every month, Justin and I pick a film that's typically new in theaters that is a remake, and we compare it to the film that it's based on, or if it's two films based on the same source, that kind of thing. Uh, You know, there's a bunch of remakes going on right now, so we're never going to run out of content. Uh, Find that at bedreadnetwork.com slash nothing new, or on your favorite podcast app. Uh, I do another show called It's On My List. Uh, I do that with five other people. We're a, a, a wild group of people that we know a lot of different things about movies. And so we wanted to talk about movies that have been on our list or things that people say you should have said. Things that when you say, oh, I haven't seen that, they go, oh, my God, I can't believe you haven't seen that. Uh, so that's at itsonmylistpod.com. Uh, find that in your favorite podcast app as well. Um, you know, And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at podcasterandrew. You can find me in on in in in, on. in and on Twitter and Instagram and Twitch at Very Cool Emily on Twitch. I stream thrice weekly, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and a mystery weekend day, <laughs> depending on the week. Um, just started streaming Prey on Tuesdays. It's a lot of fun. Come come hang out and watch me be bad at video games. Um, I we just finished up uh, my show with Justin Keyzong called, called Keyzong call Ben View on Spielberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just released our Amblin episode, which you can hear on amblin.com. No. <laughs> Benviewnetwork.com slash Spielberg. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so check that out. Watch watch this space for announcements of our new show that we will do some someday. And what's our what's our email and Who stuff for you? Dunstan? It's DunstanCheckSmin at gmail.com and our Instagram is DunstanCheckSmin on Instagram and our Twitter is at Majestic Hotel New York. But not <laughs> don't spell it out. You gotta put NY. At Majestic Hotel NY. Uh-huh. And oh we we took this long. We normally don't wait this long to announce the next pairing. Oh yeah. What do you what do you what are you giving for me for, for the our next, next minute? Minute. For minute seven. For minute seven? We're going to be enjoying a classic Disney Channel original movie oh. starring one Kirk Cameron Uh-oh. called You Lucky Dog. Oh. That's not <laughs> that's not me. I am not the lucky dog. You are a lucky dog because you get to watch that great, great film. <sighs> All right. So until next time, we're checking out. Oh, and rate, rate and review us on fucking oh, for- Crapple Podcasts. There you go. Um, special what, review challenge special review challenge is do your best written Chewbacca impression in the text so I'm looking for a written impression of Chewbacca and five stars until next week we're checking out to all who come to this happy podcast welcome and amusings are your musings. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Hi, I'm David. And I'm Kayla. And if it wasn't readily apparent from that, we're huge nerds about Disney. That's why we're doing the Animusings podcast. Once a month, we'll sit down and talk about a film in detail from the Walt Disney Animation Studios filmography, covering them in chronological order, from Snow White to Moana and beyond. To Moana and beyond! Sweetie, we're not doing Pixar yet. We'll do that after. And that's going to be a long time coming. Anyway, if that sounds up your alley, come join Kayla and I, and maybe a guest or two, as we explore the Disney animated canon, film by film. With the hope that it'll be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Ooh, nicely said. Don't thank me. Thank Walt. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.